I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm here in the Riverlee Hotel with Emer O'Herlihy, whom I'm reliably informed is a great reader. <laughs> This is true, Emer. It is indeed, Connor. Well, I'm the festival director of West Cork Literary Festival. So, so you have to be. Yeah, exactly. So I suppose I have the job because I'm a great reader and I have to be a great reader because <laughs> I have the job. It sounds like the dream job, but I suppose yeah. it is. I'm just reading all year. I'm reading across every single genre and it's just book after book after book. I put one down, I pick up the next one. Right. The, the pile of books to be read is growing much faster than the pile of books that has been read. It'll be hard to find a book that I haven't read or heard of at this point. Well, the whole idea for this conversation came from Jean Carney, who suggested that maybe you should sit down and talk to me, because I have a friend, she said, who reads an awful lot and might have some ideas regarding what books to buy for someone for Christmas. The problem is you don't know who you're giving these ideas to, what they read, so we've got a big list to get through here of all your pick of books of the year gone by that the general public, you reckon, would be interested in. Yes, I've tried to keep it kind of as, as broad as possible and to touch on as many genres as possible. Yeah. I suppose really thinking of if there's people out there who want to give a book for Christmas and they don't really know where to start, I've just come up with some ideas mm. that I think people would love. I mean, obviously I think that books are the perfect Christmas gift. I'm always happy to receive them. I always give them and hopefully the recipients are, are very happy with my choices. So I suppose the biggest problem for me is actually trying to narrow it down into a couple of gems. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to give it a go. So you've kind of broken up it into different areas of interest. Yeah. Yes, exactly, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the time when people are giving gifts, they're naturally drawn to, to giving a novel and they want to give you know a novel that the reader will enjoy. So I would definitely start by recommending Shadow Play by Joseph O'Connor. It just won the Irish Book of the Year recently. It's an absolutely fabulous read. Another one that I really enjoyed that was published earlier this year is The Narrow Land by Christine Dwyer Hickey. She's an absolutely fabulous writer, probably very underrated writer, but I think everybody who's read her work is absolutely blown away by it. And her one of her older novels, Tatty, is going to be the Dublin One City One book next year. Right. The Narrow Land is her latest book, and it's set in Cape Cod in 1950, and that's one that I absolutely loved this year. Another one that came out a month or two ago is The Jewel, as in, I should probably spell it, J-E-W-E-L, <laughs> just in case you're hearing something else. It's by a Northern Irish writer, Neil Hagerty, and that centres around the theft of a painting from a gallery in Dublin. It opens in London in the 1800s and then skips to contemporary Dublin and the theft of an artwork. Does it follow the story of a particular jewel? The jewel is the name of the painting. Yes. Yes. Ah. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to tell you any more than That's that. Fine. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> buy the book and read it. Yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. It's Neil's second novel, I believe. Ah, right. 
Then another one I would recommend is the new one by Elizabeth Strout. She's the author of Olive Kittredge, which is a very popular book that was turned into a TV show a number of years ago. And she's written the follow-up to that called Olive Again. She just appeared at an event in Dublin a couple of weeks ago and to a sell-out crowd. She's absolutely marvellous. And her books all tend to be quite short, which mm-hmm. is something that, that a lot of people like. If you're daunted by a thousand-page tome, <laughs> Elizabeth Strouts tend to be under the 200, which is always a good one. It's not always about quantity. One of my favourite writers is Deborah Levy, whose latest book was long-listed for the Booker Prize. That's The Man Who Saw Everything. That was released this autumn. And for people then who are fans of short story, they should definitely pick up Grand Union, which is the first collection of short stories by Zadie Smith, who we all know as a novelist and essayist. Mm-hmm. And also Boulevard Wren and Other Stories, which is the second collection of short stories by Blind Boy Boat Club, who we all know from The Rural Bandits and from his very popular podcast. Yeah. And he's a marvellous writer as well. Another genre that's become really popular in the last couple of years are essays. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of essays. So I suppose last Christmas was Notes to Self by Emily Pine. So if you loved that, I would definitely recommend Constellations by Sinead Leeson. And there's a New York-based writer, Leslie Jemison, whose latest collection of essays, Make It Scream, Make It Burn, has just been released. Poetry is another genre that I always kind of try and direct people towards. You know, a lot of people think that they don't like poetry until they actually get into it and, and read it and hear it read and realise how fabulous it is. There were some great new collections by Irish poets this year, including Enda Wiley and Peter Sir, whose collections were both published this autumn. There's a young Belfast poet, Stephen Sexton, who won the Forward Prize for his debut collection, If All the World and Love Were Young. And his poems centre around grief over the death of his mother, but also they're about the video game Super Mario. Oh, yes. Yeah, if you can imagine the two of those in one collection. <laughs> That's Stephen's book. And another Belfast poet, Frank Ormsby, was recently announced as the new Ireland Professor of Poetry. And his new collection, The Rain Barrel, has just been published last month also. Then, for the sports fan in your life, Richie Sadler's biography, Recovering, has received so much well-earned praise and I'm, I'm also like a big rugby fan, so I'd be really interested to read Ordinary Joe, Joe Smith's yeah. memoir of his life in rugby rather than biography. It doesn't deal with his childhood and things like yes, that. Yeah. And it actually includes his diary written during the Rugby World Cup this year. Something in the Water is Kieran McCarthy's behind-the-scenes look at Skibbereen Rowing Club and the massive success that that has been, not just with the O'Donovan brothers, but with so many other people who've, who've rowed with Skibbereen throughout the years. And then for younger sports fans, Emer Ryan has written a book about the legendary Cora Staunton for younger readers. Emer is from Tipperary originally, but she plays camogie with the bars, so I think, you know, we can claim her as an honorary court woman at this point. And there's another book that's gorgeous, it's called She Can, and it's a colouring book of Irish female sports stars, and that's illustrated by Chris Judge. Then in terms of crime writing, if you're a fan of crime writing, then you barely need to look any further than, than Cork. There's so many writers either from Cork or living in Cork who are writing about crime. And I can heartily recommend Darkest Truth by Catherine Kerwin. Yeah, I believe she's been on the show. She's yeah. from Waterford, but she's living in Cork City. Rewind by Catherine Ryan Howard. Catherine is from Cork but lives in Dublin. And then I Confess by Alex Barkley, who lives in Berra. Catherine Ryan Howard herself recently said that, you know, people will be terrified to ever come back to Cork once they've read this collection of books. Elmarie um, actually has a copy of that. Oh, moment. really? She's oh, yes. Going through, she's been very quiet about it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cork is not as terrifying as they like to make out in, in these books. And then I suppose going to the other end of the country, The Lamisters is a new book by crime writer Declan Burke. And The Chain by Adrian McKinnity was a really big hit this year. I think it was on one of the American chat shows, there right. was a 
a competition where people could vote for their favourite book and that was on the shortlist yeah. but it got a huge amount of coverage in, in the US so I think that really kind of Great, pushed, put Adrian on an international yeah. stage Brilliant, absolutely In terms then of books for young adults I just recently read and loved Meat Market by Juno Dawson it's a story of the fashion industry from the perspective of a teen model and then there's the spooky tale of two sisters Perfectly Preventable Deaths by Deirdre Sullivan and, and a really gorgeous book, Flying Tips for Flightless Birds, by Kelly McCochran. And she's the Seamus Heaney Children's Writing Fellow for Northern Ireland. And that's the story of a family in Northern Ireland who have their own circus school and they, they try and run a little circus in their town. And of course, Owen Colfer's latest instalment in the Artemis Fowl series of books has just come out. That's called The Fowl Twins. I think it was released just a couple of weeks ago and it's, it's as wonderful as you'd expect it to be. Then in terms of like the smallies, I've completely fallen in love with this book called How Will Santa Find Us? It's by Shane O'Brien and Stephen Rogers and it's about a family who lose their home a week before Christmas and so it's obviously very topical and I think that's in association with Focus Ireland and after this interview I'm heading off to buy a copy of that for, <laughs> for uh, the, the smallies in my own life. I'm going to get one for myself actually. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it looks absolutely gorgeous and they've used Irish illustrators in it as well. A couple of other bits and pieces then another book that I just read it's really interesting, it's On Shaw by Una Ming Kavana. Una is a young Kerry woman who was adopted from Vietnam when she was three days old. She was brought up by her mother, who was a single woman in her 40s in Kerry, so for her to be adopting a child at the time was, was really unusual. Mm. But Una speaks about her life with her mum and her grandfather. There's a lot of things in it about anti-racism and her experiences growing up in Ireland. She's passionate about the Irish language. She's very popular on social media and on her Twitter she does a kind of an Irish phrase of the day, which is brilliant, just to get people using Irish phrases. But it's not the Irish, you know, law of Wayne that we were doing when we were in school. Yes, it's yes. actual things that you would say in English that you would love to know how to say in Irish. Yeah. She's also very into gaming and she, she creates a lot of content, a lot of gaming content, Oscar as well, and she has a platform on... Twitch, which I have no idea what that is, and you're shaking your head no. at me. But if you were, you know, slightly younger than us, you would know what Twitch was, apparently. And it's, it's just, it's a really, it's a really marvelous book. The third Ashling book, once, twice, three times in Ashling, is definitely one that people should pick up. It's as hilarious as the other two. Emer McLeisett and Sarah Breen have done another brilliant job on it. I, you know, I don't know how they keep coming up with it. Yeah, exactly. I suppose, you know, this. You know, we all have a bit of Ashling in us. I suppose it's unlimited content. That's another one that I think everybody would love. Two books that I would definitely want as Christmas presents myself. Winter Papers, which is basically a Christmas annual for adults, is how I describe it. It's an anthology that comes out around this time of year every year, and it's edited by Kevin Barry and Olivia Smith. And it just has writing and visual arts. It has poetry, it has short stories, essays by Irish writers, and it's just a wonderful collection. And then another one that I would recommend is Correspondences, which is an anthology edited by Stephen Ray, the actor and poet Jessica Trainer. And it's basically a call for the end to direct provision. They have paired writers, photographers and visual artists from Ireland with visual artists, photographers and writers who are living in direct provision. And then I suppose if I had to pick, you know, after all that, if I could only pick one book, my own favourite book of the year, I would have to say, would be Leonard and Hungry Paul by Ronan Hessian. It's Ronan's debut novel. He lives in Dublin and it's published by a small independent publisher in the UK called Blue Moose. It's just an absolutely gorgeous book. It's a tale of friendship between two men and the book is like really gentle and funny, just like the, the main characters. It was published, I think, back in April. So I read it earlier this year and it's, it's really, really stayed with me, which I think is a sign of a wonderful book when it, 
still there. months and months later when it's, yeah. it's, it's still in my mind. Yeah. You've just done an amazing thing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to hear back how many people read all of those books. <laughs> so, if any of that stuck in your head, you've got a great retention altogether as a listener. <laughs> This compendium, your pick of the year, the best literature for all ages, all tastes, in all different categories. And my advice to anyone would be to listen back to this interview again, this time armed with a pen and paper, and write down what you think you might pick out of that list. And we'll put that on the podcast page of the Arts House webpage on 96FM and on C103. In the meantime, Emer, happy Christmas and thank you. Many happy returns, Connor. Thank you very much. This is the best present we've ever been given. <laughs> and can I just say, if you can't remember the name of a book, just go into your local bookshop and say, can I have that book that was on the radio? And they'll probably be able to narrow it down for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's their job and they seem to love it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.